Are you ready to break free of the life that feels wrong, inauthentic, and doesn't suit you? Have you always imagined moving forward, but just didn't know how to make it happen? Stay right where you are because Elizabeth Moore, the soul and body healer, is here to show you how to raise your bar. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am not Elizabeth Moore, but I have the honor and privilege to introduce her to the world, to the the podcast land, to the TV land, and to all of our listeners here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Christine McIver. I'm the CEO of Inspired Choices Network. And welcome, Elizabeth. I'm so excited that you are here. Thank you, Christine. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) She's also a little nervous, everybody. So give her some cheering. Come on. Well, you know, I always say that if you're not a little bit nervous, you're not intending to really do your very, very best. So I'm sure that you are intending to do your very best. So I purposely don't learn a whole ton about my hosts in case they ask me to introduce them to the world in their first show. So while I know a little bit about Elizabeth, I too am going to be learning a lot about her during the show. And Elizabeth, I'm excited to learn a lot about why you're doing this. What is the passion, you know, in your heart, where it all kind of began and really the backstory. And then of course, we're going to, we're going to share with the listeners what they can expect going forward with your show. So we're excited to have everybody here. This is the very first show of Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. So I am going to do the formal thing and I am going to read your bio. Okay. Mm -hmm. So So everybody gets exactly what um, I get. So Elizabeth Moore is a soul and body healer and the owner of Purple Door, a new used bookstore, bookshop, pardon me, and metaphysical supply store. You can find that at uh, purpledoor-cambridge.ca. She is not only an avid book lover, she is also an enthusiast, lifelong learner. In her metaphysical practices, Elizabeth offers Reiki, Ohana generational healing, magnified healing, palmistry, and of course, life coaching. Inside Purple Door, she has built a network to promote support, healing, and respect between others and opens the door to teaching, learning, and healing. Elizabeth's journey hasn't always been easy, but it has transformed her into the woman she is today. Elizabeth uses her life experiences to enhance her healing practice and relate to her clients. She loves helping others on their own individual path to healing and recognizes that it's not a one size fits all and works with each client to find their path, helping them to be their own hero, living their best life and being authentically themselves. The methods in which Elizabeth uses help cre- help bring clarity to better understand who we are inside, our values, our character, perhaps understand parts of us that we hide away. Elizabeth helps those in this period of transition embrace their true selves in their everyday lives. Oh, so good. So, so, so good. I'm just like, you know, sometimes just reading those, I can, I can really perceive the energy of what um, our hosts are doing. And that's exciting. So raising your bar with Elizabeth Moore, are you ready to break free of the life that feels wrong, inauthentic and doesn't suit you? Did you know that you can change your life by changing the choices you make? 
Actually, I did because it's called Inspired Choices. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you do too. <laughs> Elizabeth Moore is a soul and body healer, has had a life that has been one of constant transition, growth, and healing. And now she's here to open up the purple door and share her expertise to learn how you can be raising your bar. Oh my gosh. So, so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's so many things that are coming, are trying to come through my mouth and it's going too fast. So Elizabeth, if you were to share the beginning of your journey to Purple Door, where did that all begin? Uh, Purple Door actually came to me in a dream. It was during one of the hardest periods of my life. Um, we, I, in my house, we call it the witch hunt period. And I actually was having this dream where I was in this beautiful bookstore and it had tarot cards and Oracle cards and crystals, and they were just shining and catching my eyes. And as I woke up, the phone was ringing and I woke up and I said, good morning, purple door. How can I help you? And I kind of went, that's new. <laughs> and so, so you had a dream. Yep. It was and a as you were waking up, the phone rang and you physically did pick it up and say, yes, purple, purple door, door. Good morning, purple door. How can I help you? <laughs> wow. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So, and actually, um, that's how I opened purple door. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know what it wanted to be because in my mind and in my heart, I was like, I could I could open a bookstore. I have enough books in my house. I could be a used bookstore. We used to, my kids always tease me about that. And when I finally got to the point of actually finding the right space, it had become what it was ready to be then. And it was like a, a beginning community for everybody to come in and introduce themselves to new experiences, you know, tarot cards, pendulums, crystals, all of those things. And then healers started flowing in and booking appointments and doing classes and having sessions. And that was purple door. So you were, and you started that, what, when did you start that? How many years ago? Was uh, that? So officially it was 2000. Well, unofficially it was 2015, 2016. And then I found my space in 2017 and that's when I opened it. And do you still have the same space since the pandemic? A lot of change. No, no, unfortunately, when the pandemic hit, uh, everybody was kicked out of the building. Okay. So now we're online for right now. You're online. So um, you, you're, you had a physical space, but mm -hmm. I kind of get the sense that Purple Door started long before the physical space and long before that dream. Oh, yeah. It started, I mean, with me just trying to figure out my life was ending where I was, it had exploded and it wasn't, I wasn't, I couldn't stay there. I needed to find something new. And it was interesting because I had said out loud, I need something new for me. And I started seeing hints of going for, to become a doula, death doula. And that was something that I'd always been interested in. And then I saw an advertisement for a life coach program and it was more expensive and it was longer, but I was like, that's what I need to be. That's what I need to do. So back up a death right. doula. Yes. It's what? so fascinating to me. So they, they help guide, not just the person who's transitioning, but the whole family through this experience. And if they just create this experience and they help with the communication between and making sure that everybody has the goodbyes that they need to have. Wow. And 
right? I still get goosebumps when I think about it. So maybe down the road, but for me at that moment, the minute I saw the life coach and saw what it was actually advertising and what I was actually going to be doing, I was done. That was it. I had to be a life coach. So that was one of the first components of purple door that actually came together. Wow. And so when, when did that take place? When did you take your coaching? That was 2016. It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep looking back. And I don't, in, I don't intend for us to stay back there, but I love to well, no. kind of map out to understand, um, you know, really give a sense of who you are to our listeners. And it's, I find it also for the hosts themselves, that it's fun to be able to see the journey that they have been on. So mm-hmm. prior to your, let's call it a spiritual journey, as it were, um, what what was happening in your world? Because you said your life has been tumultuous. Uh, I'm not sure the exact wording now, but it's been <laughs> a bit of a roller coaster. So can you share anything with us, like your journey growing up and, and what's gone on in your life? Absolutely. So when I was younger, uh, we moved a lot. I, it's usually about every nine to 10 months, we would move to a new place and not like we'd move from house to house. We would move from province to province. And that was just part of my growing up and all of the different schools and the different experiences. And I was always the new person. And so it always took time to actually figure out where I fit in, or if I even fit in, maybe I was just going to be me for this period. And it wasn't until grade eight, grade seven, grade eight, that we actually settled in one city and then stayed there right through high school. So So what what was that like for you having to be the new person all the time? When I was a kid, it was probably, I, I look at it with hindsight and it was actually one of the best things that happened to me because I can fit in, in any situation. I can read any room. I don't have the nerves of meeting new people that I noticed a lot of people have. I love meeting new people. I love finding out about them and hearing their stories. And how can I help you? (laughs) I have to say that is one of the parts I enjoy the most is helping everybody. So what were the challenges that you referred to in your bio? So the bigger challenge that I think um, that changed my life, and as you said, that spiritual awakening part was actually uh, being the witch in the witch hunt. And that happened um, innocently enough. I joined a nonprofit and um, human re- the insurance company asked human us to create a human resources section. And in doing so, we actually realized that there were some members that, you know, didn't fit into what they needed to fit into. And in asking them to leave, um, I, inadvertently created a situation. um, And they decided that instead of them leaving, I had to be the one that left. And they created this massive witch hunt that just encompassed all parts of my life. And, you know, I always say, truthfully, I lost myself in that battle, um, because who I was, was no longer, and I had to recreate and become who I actually was ready to become. And that was part of the life coach and the energy healing and exploring the metaphysical world. So, you know, I lost where I was living. We sold the house and had to move. I lost my marriage. I lost my job. I lost 
the community I was building. Um, I walked out and besides my three kids, I had maybe two people who had decided to stay in my life and I rebuilt from scratch kind of. So it was massive and huge. And to this day, I still kind of go, how did that even happen? (laughs) Right. You know, and we're in the year 2000s, like how did that even happen? But again, it just, it was meant to be in the weirdest possible way. It was meant to be. Yeah. Do you, do you, I mean, in your, in your coaching with your clients, um, you must've come across a lot of people who have had these, um, let's call them crappy situations that were actually a, a hard right turn to the, in the direction where they should be going. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And it's great to have the experience to be able to say, I know how you feel. I can understand that. And I know we need to start with little steps and we need to start with the small things so that you can actually build up the trust within yourself. Because when you go through something like that, you lose trust in yourself Mm -hmm. because you're constantly thinking back going, what could I have done differently? Or how did I come across? And honestly, little steps are the best way to start. Right. I do find that um, a lot of us have had these huge um, awakenings, huge uh, crappy experiences in our lives because we had settled into that life and we needed to be woken up. And I I think that from what I'm seeing today, there's more people waking up without the crash and burn. <laughs> I mean, if that you can avoid the crash and burn, <laughs> I would encourage you to avoid the crash and burn. Um, yeah. And people like yourself, we've needed to get out in front of this and we've needed to really bring our knowing and our awareness and our, our capacities and gifts to the to the forefront so we can support those that are in that transition as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quite interesting. I've had my own and physically there was a car crash. So don't do that. No. <laughs> don't, do, don't do that. Right. Well, we have got so much we want to talk about. Um, we've just begun. Thank you for sharing all of that with us. It really does give us a little window into the Elizabeth purple door world. And, or should I say door into, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got lots of questions we want to share with you after our first break. If you are listening live, we would love you to come on over to inspired choices, network.com forward slash chat room where you can be interacting in the chat room asking questions and comments Um, and if you're listening to the show in the replay do check the uh, show notes where you can send elizabeth an email you can check out her website and all of the shows here where she's going to be producing them on the inspired choices network So stick around, everyone. You are listening to Raising Your Bar with our new host, Elizabeth Moore on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. So often we live our lives based on the expectations of others. My dad always used the mantra, be better than your parents. Let's break the patterns that are keeping you unhappy, playing small and repeating the stories of your family. Sometimes we're afraid to make the changes and choices that our hearts yearn for. We just aren't sure what choices will create the life we want. It's time to begin raising your bar and living your best life. 
Elizabeth Moore, soul and body healer, invites you to challenge yourself to start raising your bar and changing your life. Elizabeth is live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to elizabeth.purpledoor at gmail.com. Now back to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everyone. Yes, you are listening to Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore, our brand new host here on the Inspired Choices Network. So, Elizabeth, you made it through the first segment. How are you feeling? <laughs> feeling better. <laughs> you know, it's it's everyone is nervous uh, when they first do their first show. And um, of course, we we are doing a live radio show, a podcast and a TV show here uh, with Inspired Choices Network. So she gets to and you get to and everyone gets to really like step up when they begin their new show. But the most wonderful thing is, is that as an expert in your field, Elizabeth, it becomes so much easier to share your knowledge through this online world that we live in today. And I'm excited for all of the viewers and the listeners to partake in what you have to bring to the table. Mm. So we we've gotten a really great background on you and, and what you've been doing um, up to this point. If you do a lot of different things and of all the things that you do, which, which thing that you learned surprised you the most when you took the training? Hmm, good question. I would have to say probably I didn't realize the depth that the Ohana generational healing would actually bring us to. Um, there's always when you're doing energy healing, there's always something new and fresh and different and every session is different. Um, but with the Ohana, I just feel like it is very different. And, you know, I have people that come in and they just immediately, as we're going through the steps are healing and you can feel that energy shift. And then I have others that come in and they're like, mm, you know, and six weeks later they call me up and they're like, okay, I need to have another session because I just had this energy shift this morning and I felt it. So okay. You're going to have to explain. I have never heard of this and I never, I didn't purposely oh. get you to elaborate on this and okay. I've heard of a lot of different spiritual healing. So please share with us. What is this? <laughs> so the, uh, the Ohana generational healing is actually healing back through the generations for you and the benefit of future generations. And I absolutely love the fact that it ripples out into the family and 
by family, it's loosely termed family in that anybody you've had a relationship with for four to five years plus. So if you have a best friend and you've been friends with them for five, 10, 15 years, that healing energy will ripple out. It's to everybody in your life. So you are going through the generational healing so that you can actually reduce and remove some of the traumas that your family go through. You know, we've all gone through the depression. We've all gone through hard times. We've all gone through sadness and death and all of those things. But when you actually look at your life and you see patterns that are repeating from past or current family members, you know, that's what you're hoping to bring to an end. So I know, but we, that's mm, wild. When you live, when your family lived through depression, they picked up on certain tactics to survive. And sometimes we'll see that coming through into future generations, like hoarding, you know, not being able to let go of things. Um, I know I've seen this in my family. People can't let go of things because they just don't know when they're going to need them again, but they have this feeling that they're going to need it again. So they have to hold on to it. So we can actually ease that burden of having that feeling of, I can't throw this out because I'm sure I'm going to need it, but I don't know when and allowing them to loosen up and question, do I need this or do I not need this? And then they can make the decision to throw it out. So, I mean, that's just one of the things like (laughs) the initial uh, conversation questionnaire is three pages long. So it's very thorough and we go through a lot of different things that everybody has been affected by. And that's fascinating. It's just fabulous to actually see and watch and be a part of that healing and that shift and how everybody experiences it in completely different ways. That is so exciting to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you are doing the healing with this, is this something that you are um, you're taking out of the person's body? So it's more the energy and the, um, the energy bodies around them. And that includes the generational energy body, because there is actually generational energy bodies that come forward with trauma and with joy and with strength. And we actually inherit all of that from our ancestors. Mm, That's very cool. And Mm. is this something that has to be done in person or is this something that can be done distance? Yep. No, we actually um, do it distantly. I find sometimes with the distance, it actually helps everybody um, feel more relaxed. So the deeper they can go, the deeper the release can be, which is fantastic. So it's not a hands-on healing. It Um, can be. We can do it in person, but we can also do it online. That's fantastic. Wow. Honestly, (laughs) having everything online has opened a lot of different things up. So there's new possibilities. That's excellent. Have you found your, um, your skill and your capacity has also expanded with going online? Yeah, actually. (laughs) Yeah. It's been fantastic because I find, especially with life coaching, um, sometimes in person, people are nervous and scared and they don't know. They're worried about release or letting out some of their inner trauma and inner demons, really. Whereas over the phone or online, it just has that safer feeling for them because there's that distance. Right. So it's really opened a lot of things up to allow people to seek out more help. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the healings that you do. That's fantastic. So what, what was the first healing that you learned to do? Um, 
life coaching and then Reiki. I have all three levels of Reiki. So I'm a master. I can teach it as well. Okay. And do you, do you find that, um, teaching it and do you still teach it? Like, is that, that's something that has to be taught in person, isn't it? For me? Yes. I haven't taught it, um, in quite a while, but I always jokingly call it the gateway to the energy modalities because Reiki tends to be the first thing everybody tries and then they branch out and experiment with the different energy healing modalities. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. So you are located in Ontario, Canada, correct? Yes, I am. And I'm going to guess you're in Cambridge, Ontario. <laughs> you know, it kind of gives it away in the yeah, well, right. it does. The title does. But a lot of people may not know what, what is a Cambridge, right? I mean, we're part of Cambridge, England, but a lot of people don't know of Cambridge, Ontario. So mm-hmm. you and I are about 30 minutes from each other, uh, give or take. Uh, in, in traffic days. <laughs> in traffic days, yeah. But we've never physically met in person. No. So we're going to have to we're gonna have to write that wrong and mm-hmm. make sure that we do do that, get together in person. When, when you do get together with someone in person and, and they experience the purple door, what is, what is the, the one thing that's, that is on your heart to share with them when they come through your purple door? I want them to know that it's a safe place. Um, when I was going through my awakening or witch hunt period, I couldn't find a space to actually find answers or feel safe in. And for me, it is just such a huge thing to be able to, no matter what you are seeing or experiencing, to have that safe space where you can come in and we can just have a conversation. And I think uh, one of my most favorite (laughs) from when I had the physical space was uh, this woman came in and she literally came through the door, shut the door, leaned against it and went, you're not going to believe what I'm seeing. And I'm just like, uh, would you like to have a seat and we can talk about it? And she was just, she was seeing numbers. So repetitive numbers like 333, um, 1111, that kind of thing. But every street address she had been directed to that day had repetitive numbers in it. So it was 444 and not like 423 or something like that. Every license plate she followed had the same three numbers on the end when you live in Ontario, you know, that's very rare. Like it just doesn't happen. So she was just like, the numbers are chasing me. And we were able to just have a conversation and do some Google searching for her and actually find out what the numbers meant and what they were trying to tell her. So that's what I mean by a safe space where you can actually discover what's going on. And for me, that is the biggest honor that I can give is Mm -hmm. providing a safe space for people to come in find themselves and relax. Right. Mm -hmm. Isn't it interesting how you went through such a traumatic experience and didn't feel safe. And I I don't know what the proper wording is, but it was then mm, in your face as it were to create this. And, you know, I don't think we have to go through these deep, dark journeys, but it certainly does wake us up to, yeah. I didn't have this and I would love for other people to be able to experience this. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, we can put that down to me being very, very stubborn and (laughs) perhaps the signs were there and perhaps, you know, it was like, oh my goodness, change your life woman. And I was just like, nope, 
I've got it going. Leave me alone. <laughs> right. Oh, and sometimes you know. just don't know. Like, yeah, we, we, we've been raised, you know, in the world to mm-hmm. pick a lane and stay in your lane. Yes. And if you want to be successful, <laughs> if you, if you really want to be successful and make it to retirement and, you know, then have the joy in your life, which is crazy, but you know, stay in one lane stay in one lane, stay with one employer, you know, that's where you're going to feel safe. Right. And have your life planned out and don't deter from that plan. And I think that was one of the harder things for me was just like, this was a complete break off from my life plan. And it was just so big and so scary that I really, you know, until it actually happened, (laughs) didn't think I could do it. And now I have to say, looking back, I'm like, I wish I could go back and tell myself, you can do this. You've got this. Look at what you're already doing. And how can you possibly think you can't do this? Right. And I think we all need that message sometimes. Absolutely. You're already doing it. <laughs> we, we, we shortchange our capacity uh, until we're forced into it. Um, the abilities that we have, we do keep hidden away. Mm-hmm. And we do keep tucked away from ourselves and, and we, we miss out on um, some of the amazingness that's within us when, when we keep these things hidden and, you know, unless you're challenged and yes. you're forced to step into things, sometimes it's the only way that you learn through it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you have um, come through that. <laughs> Me too. Um, I hope you, I hope. I hope you see the signs sooner um, as you move forward. Um, We're going to go off to our next break of the show. Um, If there's anything that you want to share with us, Elizabeth, I would love for you to bring it up when we come back after the show. And anyone that's with us in the chat room, if you have any questions, please feel free to drop those in the chat as well. And we're just going to keep having this fabulous conversation. So everyone, you are listening to Raising Your Bar with our host, Elizabeth Moore, here on the Inspired Choices Network. Don't go anywhere. We have anywhere. We have much more to share with you. We'll be right back. So often we live our lives based on the expectations of others. My dad always used the mantra, be better than your parents. Let's break the patterns that are keeping you unhappy, playing small and repeating the stories of your family. Sometimes we're afraid to make the changes and choices that our hearts yearn for. We just aren't sure what choices will create the life we want. It's time to begin raising your bar and living your best life. Elizabeth Moore, soul and body healer, invites you to challenge yourself to start raising your bar and changing your life. Elizabeth is live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, (laughs) we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. 
This is Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to elizabeth.purpledoor at gmail.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Yes, you are listening to Elizabeth Moore. This is the lady that I am interviewing and welcoming to the online world today on Inspired Choices Network. And her show is Raising Your Bar. So, Elizabeth, um, I do. I did ask you a question before, and I'm, we're going to get that to you shortly. But I want to ask you, um, what what is raising your bar? So um, in the promos, it says that uh, my dad's mantra was always be better than your parents. And basically that is raising your bar. It's not even so much be better than your parents as just be better than yesterday. For me, that's my motto, be better than yesterday, because we're not competing against other people. We're not being better so that we can have bigger cars or bigger houses or, you know, that kind of stuff we're actually doing better for ourselves and creating the life that supports us and that we want to live. So in being better, you're making better choices. You're educating yourself and learning and doing and living better and then supporting those around you. (laughs) So is it your desire to teach people how to do this um, that they can do it for themselves and for others? Absolutely. And I noticed, I mean, since I started life coaching, that is kind of who I'm helping. I'm helping the people who don't know what they want, but they know they don't want this. And this is what everybody in their life has told them they should want, you know, and it's okay to still live that life. You're not going to never would I coach you into going, okay, well, I'm on this path. And all of a sudden I'm taking this right turn, but it doesn't feel right. You're actually adding to your life on a daily basis to get to that point of where you want to be. It's never, it should never be an abrupt 180. You know, it should be something that you're building towards. Right. And yet yours was a 180. (laughs) Oh, mine was a, (laughs) I always say it just kind of like internally imploded. And, you know, when you see it in the movies, And it like goes out and then it comes in and just disappears. I feel like that's what mine was. (laughs) That right. Everything completely changed. Absolutely everything. Yeah. And you wanted to hide from it. Is that why you hid it away? Oh, I wanted to hide from it. I wanted, I couldn't understand how it happened. I couldn't understand. I remember, um, I mean, there's two or three people that went through it with me that I still talk to. And every now and again, we kind of look at each other and it's like, did that really even happen? Or did we like have a joint nightmare? <laughs> really? It was that intense? I, it was that bad. You know, um, I can laugh about it now, but it took me a really long time to get there. Um, I received death threats. I was followed in the community. I, it was things of nightmares. And I, for the longest time, I felt like I couldn't actually tell my story because it didn't involve just me, right? It involved other people. It affected other people. Um, I didn't want to poke the bear, so to speak, and have it happen again. But at the same time, I just really didn't believe that it was mine to tell because I wasn't the only person in it. Right. So it really took a long time to realize that I am allowed to tell my part of it and other people can tell their part of it, but it doesn't affect mine. Yes. 
So the community, um, was it in a different community that you, than where you live today? Yeah. Yeah. I left the community. I left, we, I left everything behind. I was just done. Wow. And, and you do have children. Yep. How were they impacted by all of this? Um, massively, I have to say, you know, as much as a parent, as you're a parent, you try to protect them. They witnessed everything that happened. Um, they worried, they, you know, have all of those concerns. And I always say, and I don't mean it like, you know, um, lightly for us, COVID was a fantastic time out that we really needed as a family to regroup, to feel safe, to find ourselves. We moved, um, we moved to one spot after we left the community and we ended up having to move again uh, about a year later, just so that we could have peace of mind. And when we got here, we were here for two months and COVID hit (laughs) and we were in lockdown and I was scared because my business was public and I needed to go there and we weren't allowed to but it actually gave us that chance as a family to go through everything that happened and heal ourselves and find that safe space within us again. So yeah, as scary as COVID was for us, that lockdown, that first lockdown was amazing. Well, that's great to hear. It honestly is. And I think for some people, I know that the relationships imploded um, when you were in lockdown and for other people, they actually grew stronger. Um, and and it really had you prioritize what's important. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that that was a gift for you and for your children. Yeah. So what, what is the thing that the, one of the things that you really want the listeners and the viewers to understand about what you're going to be sharing with them going forward? So going forward, I am sharing different ways that we can make changes in our daily life on a small, simple basis, you know, um, and we're actually going to go in depth on a few things. I want to talk about forgiveness and all of the different ways that we can work with forgiveness for ourselves. Okay. And, but also just that it doesn't matter what age you are. Sorry. No, go ahead. It doesn't matter what age you are, where you are in life. If you're in a job you don't like, but you want a different job, it's time you can start making those changes. You can start making those changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it was that I read the other day. You know, there's a long list of people who um, are quite well known who have made contributions, uh, maybe became um, very well known for singing or acting or their businesses or you know, creators of some kind. And there's a long list of these individuals that did this past their age of 50. And I think that that's such an important thing that we remind ourselves that you don't get to it out of high school. Like you don't like graduate. (laughs) Do you remember what it was like for you when you were 18 and you're like, you know, I remember the counselor saying, okay, like, you know, what do you want to go to school for so that you can do that for the rest of your life? And I'm like, (laughs) um, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, that's a that's a lot of pressure and I didn't know what I wanted to do so this could make a bunch of people laugh then <laughs> but I didn't know what I wanted to do so this was their this was their question well what are you really good at let's look at your marks what are you really good at and it was like okay and so I was really good at math and accounting so I went to school for accounting 
And it was, it was crazy because the, the location where I went, um, they, the accounting was the equivalent to what I learned in the 40 week course. It was the equivalent to what I learned in the first year of the three years of accounting I took in high school. <laughs> so I, I was like a month in and I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. So I quit. Uh, and then I was back at that place of like, what do I want to be when I grow up? And it's such an interesting <laughs> journey to, to have that expectation. And yet we need to discover who we are. And I often say, you know, step up to the menu, step up to the buffet and taste the different things in life to yeah. get to know. So I love that that's something that you're going to be sharing with all of us. Um, is there, is there one thing that, um, what was the one thing that really drew you to having your own show, uh, and and really putting it out there. What was the thing that uh, was really speaking to you? Um, I've had quite a few people um, actually tell me I should have a podcast or I should go live or I should, you know, have some kind of show. And I was just always like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing me. And that's, you know, but this whole thing of when I came across what you were doing and offering it just seemed like the actual right time to do it. I was feeling. Oh, we got a little bit of a delay. Always, uh, always interesting with the internet. So we, we are up to our last break of the show. Being able to share um, me. Oh, yes. so, yeah. sorry, Elizabeth. We yeah, it, okay. You keep going. You keep That's going. That's okay. I was just going to say um, to your, I don't know what I want to do. I actually went into daycare or early childhood education after high school and call for college. And the last uh, semester of the two-year program, one of our class or one of our instructors was like, so here's a list of other jobs you can do that will pay better than what you're about to do. Come on. He was like, on. this education, you're going to burn out in five years. So here's a list of other things to keep in mind while you're searching for other jobs. And he had on the other side was a list of jobs we could do that would extend our careers, but not or not stop the burnout. So it was really interesting that you get to the end of two years and you're all excited to get going. And he's like, and one of the jobs was a hot dog vendor in Toronto. Well, Elizabeth. Just think about where your life could be today. Right. If, you, if you'd have gone down the hot dog lane. Oh, oh yeah. But it was very um, disconcerting to say the least. No kidding. No <laughs> kidding. Well, next week, your show is Raising Your Bar with Generational Healing. So you're going to yes. go in more in depth with that. I'm really interested in learning more about this because, like I said, I had no idea about this. I, I've, I've been, you know, learning about and taking courses and going to sessions for, you know, more than 15 years. And I've never heard of this. So this is exciting to learn something new. <laughs> and I know our producer, Sarah, is excited to learn it as well, which is wonderful. I wonder how many other people out there would be happy to learn even more about this amazing thing, especially this healing that can be done from a distance. I mean, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So mm -hmm. we're going to go for our last break of the show, everyone. You are listening to Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore here on the Inspired Choices Network. Stick around. We'll be right back after this break. 
So often we live our lives based on the expectations of others. My dad always used the mantra, be better than your parents. Let's break the patterns that are keeping you unhappy, playing small and repeating the stories of your family. Sometimes we're afraid to make the changes and choices that our hearts yearn for. We just aren't sure what choices will create the life we want. It's time to begin raising your bar and living your best life. Elizabeth Moore, soul and body healer, invites you to challenge yourself to start raising your bar and changing your life. Elizabeth is live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to elizabeth.purpledoor at gmail.com. Now back to the program. All right. Welcome back, everyone. We're in our last segment of the first show here with Elizabeth. Oh, my gosh. This has been so interesting, learning about what you've been doing in the world and what you're bringing out even more and more. I just, I absolutely love it. Would you say, Elizabeth, that you are somewhat of a the teaching the teacher's um, role in your, in your business today? Hmm. Um, I can see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I used to offer a program called healing for healers, uh, because really and truly when you're out there giving your all every day, you need to make sure that you're actually filling your own cup up and you're actually taking care of yourself. And I mean, as you know, it's so easy to get burnt out and it's so easy to constantly give and forget to replenish yourself. So yeah, I mean, I think that it's important. Yeah, it is important. And right. if you if you have people that are coming to you for the different healings and and for the different resources, you would end up being a teacher of the teachers. So that's that's an, and what do you do to make sure that you're replenished? <laughs> Um, honestly, it's a lot of reading because I, I love learning. I absolutely love learning. So the more I can learn, the more I can experience, the more I can do, the mm -hmm. happier I am. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. What do you have any, your eyeline on anything new that you want to learn? I mean, in addition to learning to do this, <laughs> honestly, right now, I've actually been having my eye on taking a pottery class because I just think it would be so grounding and so much fun to actually make things. I've always wanted to take a pottery class. Mm -hmm. On the business side, <laughs> I'm actually uh, looking at becoming a root cause therapist. And a root cause therapist. Yeah, getting to the root of the trauma and actually helping to release it. And however that looks for you, because some people, they need to talk things through. And other people, they just need to see it and acknowledge it, and then they can let it go. And finding out the different ways that they can actually make the changes that makes their life healthier. Hmm. And mm -hmm. so this would work in concert with the generational oh, healing and everything that you have offering. That is so, so mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Mm -hmm. um, do you think you'll ever stop learning? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, if you're not on video, she just had a very scary look on her face. I, I, I think I just like swore at her to a, to a degree. <laughs> I think I would be very, very bored in life. That would be, yeah, my bore. Uh, yeah, I'd be so bored. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I think that's about, why, sorry. Go ahead. 
Well, I was just going to say that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed homeschooling my kids so much because it was like redoing school for me, but fun and field trips and learning all these things that, you know, we didn't have time for in school. Wow. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And have you ever thought about retiring? No. (laughs) (laughs) I did it twice. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) at some point I might just become like an a haunted bookstore. And, you know, that's my daily grind where I go in there and I just talk to the ghosts and serve the customers and read some books while I'm drinking my coffee, but no. (laughs) So do you still have, do you still have like a room in your home where you have your business physical where people can come in and Um, we're working on that? Yeah. Working on that. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So (laughs) So what is it for you that, you know, the world needs to learn more about that's really pulling you? Honestly, I think the world needs to learn more about themselves and what they really, truly want in their heart and stop trying to live the life of society telling us what to do or how to be, or, you know, just actually going at the beat of our own drum. and figuring out what works for us. There were so many years where, you know, especially with homeschooling, I can totally relate to that one. Um, Everybody was, why would you want to homeschool your kids? There's a perfectly good school down the road, but I love spending time with my kids. I always loved spending time with my kids and I loved seeing the world through their eyes, but I just love teaching. And for me, that was an open outlet for teaching and spending time with them and learning new things. And I really think that we have this idea that learning stops when you leave school. So whether it's at 2.30 in the afternoon or 3.30 in the afternoon or when you're 18, that's when it stops. And learning should be about everything in life, not just textbooks and subjects, but about yourself, about where you live, about the life you want to have, about your job. Learning should be an all around all the time thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I think, I think that there's been an aspect of kind of chasing the shiny balls online. And now I think that there's beginning to be more of a balance of learning more about our global community and growing our knowledge base. I I don't know. I just kind of feel like, you know, in speaking with my kids and learning what they're what they're following and what they're learning about, it definitely is more than um, just playing video games, like way more than (laughs) than that. And uh, I think that we are moving in the right direction. I like to think that, but I think a big piece is, is what you're talking about is really tapping in and knowing that you can, you can go in another direction and having the confidence to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's such a big, big piece that uh, many people hold themselves back from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't reach out for help, right? We are trained not to, and I call it like the circling your wagons, whether it's around you or around your family. It's that whole thing of, I can do this myself. I can get through this myself. And the simple fact is, is that we actually shouldn't, we should be comfortable reaching out for help, whether it's, you know, a cup of flour or actually help with knowledge or learning or something, Mm -hmm. we should be reaching out for help 
but encouraging others to help and be inspired. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so true. We, we have so many opportunities um, to learn and grow if we can just start to move beyond that fear of being embarrassed. I mean, or nervous, like you were nervous at the beginning of this show and it didn't stop you. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, it didn't. I made the commitment to yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, and the world, how else do we grow? How else do we discover things that we love, things that we don't love? It's by stretching ourselves and taking a chance. And, and, you know, I have found that the more support that we're willing to ask for, yes, we can get there even faster and faster. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I often say to people, the best thing as a business owner you can do is hire a coach hire a coach. I wish I'd have hired one way sooner than I did in yes. my business because I I know the changes that have occurred since I have hired a coach. And I mean we should have coaches in everything because Absolutely. why not learn from an expert? If mm-hmm. you're going to invest in whatever you're investing in, why not learn from an expert? Right? But also don't worry about not having the right coach the first time. Search mm. until you find the right coach. Search until you find that right person. Right. It's so important. It it is. It is that make it make it that important that right. you're not going to stop until you find that one that really you really click with. Mm-hmm. So again, next week your show is raising your bar with generational healing. Yes. Um, so everyone, you can definitely connect here on Inspired Choices Network at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, or 11 Pacific here at inspiredchoicenetwork.com. You can certainly download our um, phone app, our smartphone app, uh, whether it's on an Android or an Apple product, just go to your app store and search Inspired Choices Network, or you will be able to find Elizabeth on any one of many, many platforms. Where is your favorite listening and viewing platform? Just go search Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. You'll be able to listen and you'll be able to watch her shows going forward so this is so so exciting bringing your message out to the world very very easily where you get to enjoy the experience of being with us elizabeth we're thrilled that you are here Uh, i know i'm super excited to learn more about what you know and how we can all grow and have much more enjoyable experience so thank you elizabeth for being here with us Thank you, Christine. This was fantastic and fun. (laughs) And fast. (laughs) And fast. Very fast. (laughs) See everybody next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Raising Your Bar Show with Elizabeth Moore. Elizabeth returns Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next time, remember to continue raising your bar.